Hello, welcome to another edition of Humans Exhaust Me, a show that we've sort of said until now has been caused by 2020, and I'm pretty sure it has been, but I'm feeling this is going to go on for a while. Uh, <laughs> I'm Bizpool, here in the UK, I'm joined over in the USA, somewhere in the Rocky Mountains, by Felicia Jones. Hello, I'm in an undisclosed location right now. For your own protection? Y- yes, <laughs> with a mask on. With a mask on. <laughs> now, uh, we are pro-mask on uh, on this show, but in each show, we're also going to tackle some of the issues around society, because I think basically this is our therapy, and you are now part of that. So, welcome along. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Oh, we, we have to start with an update, Paul. Are you ready? Uh, yes, is this from the official Department of Corrections? Yes, I am the official Department of Corrections. So our last show, we talked about sex and dating and all fun things. And it was reported that sex was actually banned in the UK. We did not know that before we did the show. And I'm just amazed at whose job it is that can regulate casual sex. It's amazing. It, well, it would be interesting to see what the job title is. Would that be the Department of health the department of social care i don't know the police well, i mean i don't know who comes up with this it's probably department of casual dating is that yeah. a thing uh, they'd call it courting i think in this country oh courting i thought only old people said that well old people are in the government oh, okay oh it makes <laughs> sense then so officially um casual sex was banned and it still is banned correct yeah i think i i think i'm right in saying that casual sex is banned so i'm I'm, honestly i'm I'm not quite sure anyone knows what any of the rules are but (laughs) yeah if you're in a relationship then uh you can swap households and and have some um you know naughty time and uh, but if you're if you're not in a committed relationship, then they're saying no sex, please. Who who's monitoring this? Whose job is this? Uh, I I don't I don't know. I mean, here everything comes <laughs> down to Dominic Cummings, the the senior advisor to to Boris That's Johnson. That's an appropriate so. name for that Whoa. job. <laughs> yeah, well, his name is Dominic. What's, his what's, name is Dominic. What's the yeah, yeah exactly. there you go. Yeah, so um, so there you have it. There you have it. I mean, I'm not sure exactly how how they can enforce it or how they even know because, I mean, there's enough illicit uh, entanglements, to use oh, your yes. favourite phrase. That, entanglements. Um, who would who would know? Yeah, I, I, it's just fascinating. The fact that somebody actually took a lot of time to think this through. I kudos to the UK government. I do find that we're a little bit more open to this kind of thing in Europe than uh, in the Americas. I don't know if that's your well, we... experience, but... Yeah, sex doesn't happen here. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, that's right. That's true. Yeah, that's it true. doesn't happen. The miracle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you for the correction. I think it's important that if we do spot a, something that needs correcting, we are quite open about it and come back and say, do you know what? We got it wrong. This is uh, This is what's happened. So... So thank you for that, Felicia. Uh, what we got talking about um, today? What's our topic? Oh, gosh, it's so many things. And I will say right now, some of the biggest things that are trending on my Twitter feed in the United States are Donald Trump and his taxes and the K-pop group band, BTS. Uh, What's going uh, on over uh, there? 
Well, <laughs> I like BTS. I know you do. And we don't we don't need their fans coming after us. So Army, we love you. Yeah, that, that is true. You've got a fair point there because they are they are vicious. Would it be a wrong? They're thing? not vicious. No, no. They're, they care a lot. They care a lot. Army cares a lot. There you go. <laughs> is that what they're called? The army. They are called army. Yes. Oh, not the army. Just army. Just army. Army. Wow. <laughs> I forget what it stands for. I, I'll look it up later. But oh, it's it means an acronym. Something. Yeah, it means something very positive. Oh, good. Well, I find yeah. you know that. Um, BTS are, are are full of positivity. They are, and they are rich because their company just um, went public with a very high IPO, and they are number one on the Billboard Hot 100. What does so, any of that that you just said even mean? I mean, I know the Billboard mean, 100 stuff, but like, what, what do you mean their company just had an IPO? Like, what's their company? Uh, they they are under the company Big Hit Entertainment in South Korea, and they just went public on the South Korean stock is, oh. stock exchange. So they are officially public, and people can buy shares at around one hundred fourteen dollars. I think. Oh, that is smart. I love that idea. It is is very smart. It's a very high IPO. Uh, a little concerning for a lot of financial people, but with that, the young seven guys are each um, about. Eight million dollars, um, deep in pockets now. So, wow! Just for yeah, prancing around on a stage. They dance and sing. They don't prance. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to protect us, Paul. Okay. Uh, I think we need to look. <laughs> I think we need to investigate the IPO thing. I think you know, humans exhaust me. It has the potential. We could be the first podcast to be floated on the stock market. Oh, that that would be awesome. It, you know, you don't have to be the best. You just have to be the first, right? I, I think we should have an eight <laughs> IPO of about $8 million. Let's do it. That's how yes. much our, our podcast is worth, $8 million. That's right. That's right. Yes. And we've not got any sponsorship just for that purpose because we wanted to keep it exclusive to the yes. uh, investors. Right. Okay. Yes, and we want the people to join in to have a part of this. I love it. I, th I think we've got some plans to make for sure. <laughs> Goodness me. Yeah. So that's the big thing that's trending, but I know you brought up a topic that you were interested in, and that was college students. Well, one of the things that's happening here is that uh, all of the university students, college students, they've all gone to their chosen place of study. So a few weeks ago, the sort of exam results came out here, and it was a complete catastrophe because they weren't allowed to take any exams, so it was all guesswork and teachers giving them their grades and the various standards organizations said ah, we're gonna to have to run it through an algorithm obviously and it turned out that it actually uh, downgraded a lot of students uh, marks it just so happened I'm sure this wasn't deliberate just so happened that a lot of the students that were downgraded were of the poorer less affluent background and a lot of the students who were marked up were from private schools and the more affluent backgrounds i'm sure that is just a coincidence yeah coincidence you know sure. but so that was there was a big row there and that was fought over and they corrected them and they got their their marks based on what their teachers said and so they spent all this time trying to get to university they've got to university and what's happened they've had a week of partying in freshers week as we call it here and now everybody's got the Rona. Well, that sounds like fun, right? Well, I mean, you know what we were talking about in the last episode about 
you know, dating and diseases and, you know, things, things like that. I think they were possibly the living embodiment of it. I don't think they were taking the advice about positions or maybe, you know, mask wearing or anything like, like that. And now, you know, hundreds of students have been tested positive and they've locked down these halls of residence and uh, the students, to be fair, are putting up signs in the window saying, send beer and things like that. <laughs> Um, and are probably having an all right time, to be fair. But the parents, the parents who are all sort of, you know, middle aged and, and, and obviously concerned, they're all in uproar on Twitter saying, I'm going to go and get my child. And the government's saying, no, you're not. And they're saying, well, I don't care. I'm going to get them. Well, it kind of makes sense. That's what's happening here. And I've always been surprised when they opened up schools my first thing I, I want to say, and this is what made me sad, it's like, what did you expect from college students? Not that they shouldn't follow the rules, but college students are going to do what college students do. And they get there, they mingle, they talk to each other. They don't want to be singled out as the one not wearing the mask. And you expected them not to go to parties? Like, come on, people. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean... I do appreciate that we don't want them spreading it to grandma and arguably I kind of think that by parents going and rescue them they're going to bring it back to grandma but uh, I don't know I kind of think there must be some kind of camaraderie in the halls of residence if everybody's if everybody's got it and they're all having they're all having a bit of fun people will supply them with beer I'm sure some organization will find a PR opportunity to send students beer surely well, that could be a little controversial here in the United States because, you know, you have to be 21 years or older in order to drink beer. So you, you'll have freshmen and sophomores. So you'll have a lot of people under the age of 21. So that can be controversial. And then, you know, just like sex, you know, we pretend that no one drinks beer or alcohol here. So um, it's, it's, it's very concerning because I've always... I don't know, I've always had some issues with how they they let kids go back to school because college is very expensive here. There are people paying upwards of $25,000 a semester. They went to school and within one week they shut it down. So now kids are staying in dorms. And to be honest, if I was paying $50,000, I wouldn't want to stay in my dorm either. I could have stayed at home. And then you had some other kids who had to put together their own living situation in the city just to arrive, sign a lease and the school to say, oh, sorry, we're going online. And a lot of kids could have stayed at home. So I, I, there's so many things around this that that's so problematic. But what we're starting to find out here, or at least what I'm seeing is we're starting to see how kids equate to money in college. So one of the colleges here, Colorado State University, they've been doing the water sampling testing where I don't know if this is a thing in the UK where they look at all of the toilet samples to kind of figure out where coronavirus may be coming from. And then they'll lock down that dorm. So they've locked down quite a few kids. I know it's kind of gross. I don't know whose job it is to watch that, but they're doing that to do like community sampling and they don't know exactly who it is, but they'll just say, Hey, this particular building is showing coronavirus in the poop. We're going to shut it down. 
And now people are very upset, you know, upset about that. So, I mean, if you were working in the facilities department, you would be hoping <laughs> that your name wasn't on the roster that day, right? <laughs> oh. To go test the samples. But, well, but that's how they are trying to find community samples of Corona and they're shutting down the dorms. So now you have all of these kids that are in the dorms and they can't leave, but they're still paying all of this money for school. And I've always wondered, what is the quality of education you're going to get if it's this disruptive Mm. every other week? I think you're right. Here, there's definitely um, noise about value for money. Like, Are they getting value for money? See, when I went to, to college, I was paid. I got a grant from the government to go wasn't very much but in those days um you you if you've qualified you got given a grant and you went and picked up your uh well we call it a check i don't know what you call it when you write out money on a piece of paper a a check oh okay but (laughs) okay but you call a bill a check okay right (sighs) well that's a yeah yeah um (laughs) Only in restaurants. It depends on where you are, but typically you go cash your checks. Yes. Okay. Okay. okay well. Okay. Same thing. So. Uh, yeah. I've kind of lost my thread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so there was no issue really because they paid you. So you, it could have been terrible, and you didn't really care because you were having a great time. Whereas now, and I know this from actually doing some work with the universities, students because they're having to pay here nine and a half thousand pounds a year, they are much more. What am I getting for my money? Am I getting good value? And I think part of the argument here at the moment is I'm paying nine and a half thousand pounds to sit in a room, not talking to anybody and watching some webinars online. So you lost me at nine and a half thousand pounds for school. I'm sorry. (laughs) Is that not very much compared to where you are? Oh, goodness. No. How much much does it cost a year? It depends on which school you go to. If I'm correct. Um, I think like the Ivy leagues, they are in the 40 to oh, yeah. 50,000. Uh, some of them are a semester, but yeah, for a year. How do you how does not, afford it? Student loans, parents take out loans. The student loan crisis here in the United States is probably one of the s- largest silent crisis crises. Is it crises that we have <laughs> that is in the, is near the $300 trillion mark when it comes to student loans. And it is bad. Most, a lot of kids are coming out with upwards of $200,000 in student loan debt. So it depends on what school you go to, but for the most part, 20 to $25,000 a semester is not uncommon. Wow. Wow. And and even $10,000 a semester is not uncommon. So so yeah, for nine, what, 9,000 pounds for a year is nice, but that would literally just be for a semester for some schools here. See, we're just not used to, to paying it. And I mean, it's all, it's all regulated, it's all fixed. That's the, that's the price for all universities. So, you know, now there's no. a socialist idea. Well, so a proper socialist <laughs> idea would be that it didn't cost you a thing, but you know, in terms of equality, at least it's, at least it's the same. It used to be that way a long time ago, but things have changed. I think like in California in the 70s, if you were a resident, you could pretty much go to college at a very cheap rate. But And we do have in-state and out-of-state fees. So if you lived in a state, it is cheaper to go to school. But if you go to school out-of-state, you pay more money 
And because um, one of the things a lot of schools have done is that since they were going online, they dropped the out-of-state students to in-state student uh, rates. And that's just for public schools. And then you have private schools. I went to a private school, so it didn't matter if you were in-state about it or out-of-state. Okay. Now here, so, okay, here we call, so private schools are, I think, your public schools. Private Say schools, that again. Private schools here, you pay for. Yes. Is that the same where you are? All schools you pay for. Okay. Uh, public schools, uh, how do... Are public so schools let's... our state schools. We call them state schools. Run by the state, run by the government type of thing. Yeah, they're state, meaning they are um, open for right. people who go to that school. Yeah. And then private schools are open to anyone. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, goodness me. I mean, like, so, considering we're all so close to each other, it's very confusing. <laughs> I know. So just go ahead and sigh. So if I'm correct, I think most of the Ivy League schools are private schools. Right. Uh, U USC, the University of Southern California, is a private school. They may have in-state and out-of-state fees, but it is a private school, whereas UCLA or University of California, they're state schools, meaning they are land-grant schools, they're open to all residents, and they will have a curriculum that is, you know, sometimes particular to that particular state. So, so we do have private schools and we have public schools, and it does depend on uh, the money, where the money is coming from. State schools get money from the state, private schools they get their money however private schools get their money well it all depends on money i think we know that do you know what you need if you want some money <laughs> you need a tax break that's what you need you some you need some method <laughs> some method of maybe being a little bit creative with your accounting i mean i'm not saying yes. anything illegal there i'm just saying that that maybe we need to look at our the the tax that we pay and and see whether we need to make any amendments there you know what? That could be very helpful for a lot of people to understand how taxes work and um, how to write things off. Maybe you can write off an entire education. Maybe you could. Maybe you could. I, I mean, obviously, I don't know what the rules are where where you are. Um, I don't think anybody knows what the rules are. That's the problem. That's yeah. Well, that's the danger, isn't it? It's just, do you know what? I mean, you're the budgetologist, budgetologist, right? So you understand numbers and maths better than I do. But I think we decided that I was an English person. Um, yes, literally and figuratively, <laughs> literally, yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> but this whole issue with Trump and his tax returns, now that's been simmering for a long time, hasn't it? Him not releasing his tax returns. And am I right in thinking that they've not been released, but the New York Times has uncovered them somehow? They have uncovered them. So if I'm following the history properly... There is an issue in New York and New York's uh, the state of New York is challenging Trump or basically suing him and they want him to reveal his tax returns. So they had a grand jury. And from what we understand, somebody from that grand jury leaked that information out to the New York Times and the New York Times published his tax returns. OK, so a grand jury is some body or, you know, collection of people <laughs> that get to decide or try and look at whether somebody can be prosecuted. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I've, I've 2020, I've learned way more about law than I've ever wanted to, but the grand jury is basically a secret private meeting. 
that an attorney general will call if there are criminal charges that they want to see if they can, you know, uh, charge somebody with, you know. So what uh, attorney general will do if he does not have very clear charges that he thinks he can win if they go to trial, he will call up a a grand jury and say, hey, this is what we're thinking. Look at the evidence and tell me what you think if we should go to trial or if we not or if we shouldn't. Or what charges can I bring against this person? So, and the grand jury is is secret, is quiet. You not don't know who's secret. on it. <laughs> well, but you don't know who's on it. You don't know who is participating. Okay. Um, mm. They are regular citizens. My mom sat on a grand jury for oh. a year. Oh, okay. They are citizens, but they it's not like a tr- it's not a trial. That's the thing. A grand jury is not a trial. They just come back with recommendations on charges for the attorney general to consider. Okay, right. I didn't realize that there were normal people. I sort of had this feeling that they were maybe the judiciary in in some way. So I didn't realize they were, you know, common folk like you or I. Well, we're not common, but you know. (laughs) Uh, The common folk, yes. But yeah, you can serve on a grand jury, but the evidence and information is private. Mm -hmm. So the state or the governor has to request that everything be open. And nine times out of 10, whatever this trial that's going on in New York is quiet and the information has not been released, but somebody, somebody released something. So right. Ooh, there you go. I love, it. I love it when that happens. I know. When so we leak. got, yeah. So of course, people who are supporting Trump, they think is fake and everybody else is just trying to figure out why they pay more taxes. Me, I just want the hookup because I want to pay $750 in taxes every year too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I sort of understand it a bit more these days as a business owner than, than I did. I mean, I'm not doing anything uh, dodgy by the way. Uh, it's just that I never really understood how these, how these things work, but I guess that he's got financial people, legal people, tax people saying, if you do this, then this can happen and that's fine. So there's no suggestion that anything's illegal or, or is there a suggestion that maybe some of it's illegal, which is why it's gone to a grand jury? Uh, well, I, I really don't know what the case is in New York. So we'll have to go back and do a little research to figure out what's going on in New York. I think the attorney general there, they want him to pay taxes, basically. Right, <laughs> and he and that and those are state income, state and city income taxes in New York, in New York City and the state of New York. So this has nothing to do with federal taxes, but they have to look at everything to determine uh, what's going on. So my assumption is that they are charging him because they want him to pay taxes and they want to see what's going on and why he hasn't paid any money. Right, and and I don't think he's. I think they're trying to figure out if he's done it, if he's done something illegal. Um, what we have known, but most of us we don't really pay attention to, is that rich people and very wealthy people know how to find the loopholes. They know how to hire people to find the loopholes when things aren't very clear in the tax code. And I think he has used some of that to his favor. And somebody will have to determine what he has done, is ele- if it's illegal or not. But it's political, the fact that someone's sort of spilled the beans at this point, right? Well, it's political because he has been very reluctant to 
show his taxes and he has gone after other people for not, you know, for their taxes and how much money they've made. It's also a little political because people are thinking that he's not a great businessman, how he's run his business. And oh. it is revealing that he has upward of $400 million in debt. So a lot of people are saying, how can we have a president that's $400 million in debt? And if you've ever followed Trump, but even before he was president, there's been some very questionable things of how he's run his businesses and how he has maneuvered debt to make money. I, do you know, I mean, the numbers are just staggering, really. I mean, yes. last last week before before I got paid, I had eleven pounds in my bank account, and I was having a coronary just thinking about it. So how you can be four hundred million dollars in debt is just crazy, and and just and just carry on. Wow. Yeah, it, it seems to have worked for him, but those are those <laughs> interesting things with you do those you, loopholes. Honey. <laughs> yeah, you know, I tell my husband, "You do you, boo." There you go. <laughs> but he's he's, you know, I I think he has very talented tax accountants and tax attorneys, and there's a lot of creative accounting going on. And I think the the richer you get, the more ways people help you to keep more of your money. And we've heard this with the Jeff Bezos, you know, how companies are moving money offshore, going to different countries, not paying taxes. And then the other controversy, uh, rich people, celebrities, they create their own foundations to maneuver money through the foundation so they don't have to pay taxes. And okay, right. So see my issue with this, see, I'm a law abiding citizen. I pay my taxes. I pay They're law-abiding. They just have well, more people yeah. to help them with the laws. <laughs> I, yeah, I suppose this is it, isn't it? This is the number of it. The, 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 it's not necessarily that it's... It's maybe morally wrong, but it's not legally wrong. And that's, and that's the issue, is that there are systems in place created, I guess, by the powers that be because it, it helps them maybe, but, but allows them to get away with it. And we as citizens can't do anything about it really no we can't and i think that's been one of the core little drumbeats for decades here is that the tax system is set up to benefit wealthy people and you know from inheritance taxes to you know, corporate corporate taxes it really is there to benefit them and that's i think that's what's tripping up a lot of people in that a lot of this stuff may not be completely illegal. It's just, like you said, morally and probably ethically wrong. But yeah, and yet they're the ones in power, though, aren't they? This is this yeah. is the issue: is that those <laughs> of us who we we are disenfranchised, not disenfranchised, because we have the vote, I suppose. But do you think there's anything uh, in the whole like American dream thing here about how? Um, <laughs> it's everyone's aspiration to to be that successful or you know ignoring the 400 million uh in debt um <laughs> but you know it's people's aspiration to be that successful so they want to strive to be part of that inner circle if you like and so they kind of ignore corruption or ignore whether or not that's the right thing to do because one day they want to be there there's a little bit of it because you're definitely sold this American dream from the time you are 
young and you want to get there. And I think either one or two things, we really don't understand the tax code. A lot of us really don't understand money. And a lot of us really don't understand what it takes to become the next Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk and the amount of work, the amount of all the the nasty things that you have to do to get there. So I think we just kind of pretend it doesn't happen. But then we also aren't very surprised when it does happen. So yeah. I think we're in this weird thing of, yeah, I'm not surprised rich people do what rich people do, but okay, I'm cool. I want to be rich too. <laughs> that, well, I get it. I get it. Do you know, I think, I think there's an episode in nasty things you have to do to be successful. Ooh, ooh, that's a, that could be a mm. two part show because <laughs> I have learned a lot running a business and I do have my moments of, I did not know I was going to be doing that. <laughs> Maybe that's the name of the show. I did not know I was going to be doing that in business. But, think, oh, boy. Yeah. Ooh, I think that, yeah. Maybe that's the next one. Right. Yeah. I think, I think, I think. <laughs> right. I don't know. That may be too revealing because, I mean, you, I, I have had those nights where you're just like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know I had to do that or... I, I was like, gosh, I think I'm going to go to hell if I keep doing some of these things. <laughs> well, join us next time for Felicia's <laughs> darkest business secrets. <laughs> but I still pay my taxes, so. But we go. still pay taxes. Everyone pay your taxes. What a lovely IRS. discussion. <laughs> lovely discussion. We must always pay taxes, people. Never, ever yes. forget to pay your taxes. Is that right, Felicia? Yes, and wear a mask. <laughs> always wear a mask great to talk to you Felicia once again this has been awesome see you next time folks part of the like mind media network